You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home. The Money Pit is presented by Jaws, Home Advisor, and Hertz. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. What are you working on this fall weekend? Are you looking for ways to save some energy in your house and lower those heating bills? Are you looking to fix up your inside space before you get stuck in there all winter long? Whatever you'd like to tackle now or in the immediate future, give us a call. We will walk you through that project, give you some tips, some ideas, some advice to help you save money and get it done right the first time out. The number is one eight 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 money pit coming up on today's show have you ever thought about the dozens of products that you need just to keep your house clean and all the hassles and expense of buying them and then throwing away all those empty bottles and cans well we're going to have tips on an innovative solution that's non-toxic and versatile for use on a wide variety of surfaces just ahead and also ahead this hour with the internet everywhere we go it touches practically every aspect of our children's lives so keeping them safe online is an important topic for many parents we're going to have some tips on a stress-free easy to install solution and autumn is no time to ignore your lawn and landscape what you do now will determine the quality of your family's yard next spring and summer so we'll have some tips to help you make sure yours turns out bright and green next spring But right now, we want to talk to you. So give us a call. Let's talk about what's going on in your money pit. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. Let's get to it. Leslie, who's first? Elizabeth in New Jersey, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? I have an outdoor shower, and all of a sudden, the pressure just went very, very low. So I didn't know what to do with it. And it's the only fixture that the pressure has changed on? The rest of the, my hoses are fine outside. Uh, you know, inside is fine. Well, have you thought about taking the shower head off and sort of disassembling it? Because you may have just some sort of sediment or something that's come in through the pipe and just sort of lodged itself at where the water outflow would come. So if you unscrew the shower head, then sort of start taking that aerator apart. But remember the order in which you're taking things out because it's got to go back in, obviously, in the opposite order. And I would just start taking things out and rinsing things off because there could be just some debris. I mean, especially if it's an outdoor shower, you know, just something clogging it up in there. And that usually does the trick. I mean, I would start there. Just make sure you put it all back in the correct order and it will work fine. I love the outdoor shower. It's the greatest. 
Sal in North Carolina, you've got the money pit. What can we do for you? Well, we had the the AC got leaked. The whole house AC got leaked. So there's a leakage was in there, and we called the diagnosis, and they recommend we replace the whole AC system in the house. Like just the air handler and condensing unit, or all of the ductwork as well? I think it's just the condenser thing. Okay, how old is your unit? Well, it's old, like about 20 years old. Oh, okay, so it's time. <laughs> okay. So I was wondering if there is like recommended uh, affordable uh, in a company that can supply can the or replace the whole system with affordable too. We live in Durham, North Carolina. Well, you're going to want to find a local HVAC contractor that, you know, you check their references and that you trust. You know, ask people that you know, ask people in the neighborhood, look online, maybe like an Angie's list, check their references, call them up, and find somebody that you feel comfortable with. Now, when it comes to a manufacturer of a condensing unit, um, Carrier is a fantastic brand. Train is a fantastic brand. Um... You really want to look at things such as energy efficiency. You want to make sure, you know, now that you're doing some work, you want to make sure that it's properly sized for your home and the right HVAC contractor can calculate which size condensing unit you're going to need for the amount of rooms and distance of the house that you're really trying to cool. So you want to make sure that you're looking for high energy efficiency. If there's any rebates going on, you know, ask those questions. A good HVAC contractor is going to know that and help point you in the direction of which manufacturer has those going right now as far as you know tax rebates those are things you really want to look into but i i say you can't go wrong with a carrier or a train oh good but i, I have another question some 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 uh, manufacturer uh, offer uh, uh, insurance two years insurance for the uh for the replacement do you want me to buy the insurance or the it's or it's a new one we don't have to get insurance for that. It depends. Now, usually a brand new piece of equipment is going to come with some sort of manufacturer's warranty. And you have to make sure and find out what the term on that is. And that's usually included. I wouldn't buy anything extended. What I would look into is if there's a service contract with the HVAC company that's doing the install. Because it's a piece of equipment that you're going to want to have looked at once a year. Levels are going to have to be checked. Everything's going to have to make sure it's in top operating condition. Number one for the efficiency, but also you want to make Make sure it's cool in the days that you need it to be cool. So I think the money is better spent on an annual maintenance contract because it's going to include most of those things as far as parts. Sometimes they include filters, sometimes they don't, but you want to make sure that you get filters because you do have to change those monthly and that's in the return duct. But I think the money better spent other than an extended warranty would be on an annual service plan. Wow, great. Thank you very much. All right. Well, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. All right, Dorothy in New Jersey, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? I respect all life, but when you have a centipede crawling up a wall that left the basement coming up into the house, it looks very ugly and scary. I understand they're carnivores, so maybe they eat other bugs, but uh, I don't really know how to get rid of them. And also, I'd like um, to know about crickets, how I could catch them. What kind of crickets are you talking about? Those weird-looking ones that hop and they're, like, gigantic in your basement? They look, like, prehistoric? Because the black ones that live outside, but as soon as it turns cold, they... They come and you hear them singing in your garage. Oh, okay. And you don't want to kill anything, correct? Well, I guess I could, uh, but personally, I have a pet that eats crickets. I'd like to catch them. I've read on the Internet. I can't seem to come up with a way to capture them. 
or, um, you know, I'd like to capture them and get them out. The, the centipedes, I'm open to, you know, germination. Well, I was going to say, you know, for your basement, I would start by making sure that everything is sealed off. So you have anything that protrudes through the foundation wall, you know, dryer vents, anything, make sure that it's all sealed around. Anything can come in through the tiniest opening. So whether you use an expandable foam or steel wool, you know, you want to make a combination of things to close up every opening that you see, because that's how they're getting in. Now, once you've done that, if you see a centipede in the house, I would suggest you could take a vacuum and you can put um, like a piece of pantyhose at the end of the intake hose. So before it gets into the bag or gets into the area, it gets caught in that little piece of pantyhose. Oh, that's a good idea. And you can vacuum them into the pantyhose and then release them into the wild or whatever you like, or feed the crickets to your lizard or snake friend. Now, as far as the crickets in the garage, I would do the same. I'd make sure everything is sealed up. I don't know of any sort of traps that you can place and leave and, you know, go and then collect any of the crickets. I've done, and I've seen this done with with people who have crickets in the basement, specifically the cave crickets. They take um, tape and lay it sticky side up around the entire perimeter of the room. And then the crickets, when they crawl in under the walls, they get stuck to the tape. Now, they're still alive stuck to the tape. I would usually think people throw away the tape, but you might be able to, I don't know, feed them to your friend that way. Right. Okay. Thank you. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Give us a call with your home repair, your home improvement question, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right here at 888 Money Pit. Coming up this hour, have you ever thought about the dozens of products that you use to keep your house clean and all the hassles and expenses of buying them and the waste of throwing away the empty bottles and cans? Well, we're going to share some tips on an innovative solution that's non-toxic and versatile after this. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than a 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's AirDoctorPro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now with your home improvement question, your decor dilemma. Let's talk about projects that you want to get done now or in the near future at 188 Money Pit. 
presented by HomeAdvisor.com. You will never have to worry about overpaying for a job. Just use HomeAdvisor's true cost guide to see what others paid for a similar project. Then get matched with top-rated pros, read reviews, get quotes, and book appointments all for free at HomeAdvisor.com. John in Kansas is on the line with an insulation question. What can we do for you today? Yes, I uh, have a situation on a vaulted uh, section over my living room, and it has no insulation in it. It's sheetrocked. And I had one insulation outfit come in and say they could uh, blow insulation down in there in what they call a hard pack or something. It has no vapor barrier. Um, is that is that a possible and is that a good way to go about it without having to take down the sheetrock and um, insulate it? I think it's probably a really bad idea because you're not going to have any any airflow in there and whatever insulation you put in there is going to get damp and wet and potentially rot. Uh-huh. Now is there any insulation in that space right now whatsoever? No. So you have a vaulted ceiling with absolutely no insulation it's covered with drywall now? Yes. That would be very odd that you would have no insulation whatsoever. Usually you have not enough insulation. Well, it was a, it was a project that was uh, started and then completed, and I kind of assumed, um, you know, to, to finish it up, and I, I noticed there was no insulation over that section of the, the roof. So let me ask you a question. How big is, how big is this vaulted ceiling that you're looking at? Um, it goes up... Um, it goes up uh, eight feet and flattens off over eight feet, and then back down the other wall eight feet. So it's only like it's only like eight by eight. It's a it's twenty four foot long room, and the vault the vault goes up uh, uh, running feet about eight feet, and then it has about eight running feet of flat. And then back down the other side to match eight feet. All right. So, so here's here's a question: Would you like to have a really effective insulation system installed in that ceiling? I mean, super effective, like this will make a major impact on your bills. Kind of effective. Mm-hmm. If so, what you're going to need to do is remove the drywall. Uh-huh. I would recommend you remove the drywall ceiling and then have spray foam installed. Okay. Spray foam. You need less inches of it in terms of the depth to develop to deliver the same R value that you would need many more inches to do with fiberglass and it doesn't need ventilation so the spray foam could be installed in that ceiling and really make it super warm and comfortable and then you could replace the drywall now depending on how much spray foam you want to put in there and what R value you want to get for example if you put ages of spray foam that would give you an R30 um, but if you wanted to go more than that, it actually may end up being deeper than the ceiling joists themselves. What you could do is add sort of an extension to the bottom of those ceiling joists to pick up some additional depth and fill that whole bay up with the spray foam. Then once you put the drywall on, you'll see that there's going to be a huge difference there because now you've got a space that's you've converting that sort of area from a conditioned space to a non-conditioned space uh, in which you don't need any ventilation. And not only will it you know keep the warm air uh, the heat in, it will keep the uh, cold air from getting in because it seals and insulates when you use spray foam. We've got a great guidebook uh, on our website. There's a free download. It's called the Money Pit Guide to Insulation, and it gives you the pluses and minuses of uh, the four or five main types of insulation that's out there. Once you download that, uh, take a look, and uh, you can make your decision from there. Well, I appreciate you taking my call. Well, for most people, keeping your house clean requires 
a lot of hassle and expense of buying lots and lots of cleaning solutions and all the waste of throwing away those empty bottles and cans. We found a much better solution. It's called JAWS, the Just Add Water System. Now, JAWS is a really innovative concept in household cleaners. It features a refillable pod of ultra-concentrated cleaning solution for use with JAWS refillable and reusable bottles and sprayers. Now, all you need to do is fill the Jaws bottle with tap water, insert a refill pot into the neck, and then twist the sprayer on to release the concentrate. There's no measuring, no pouring, no spilling. And when the cleaners are used up, you just insert a new refill pod, add water, and you're back in action. Why throw away a perfectly usable bottle when it can be reused over and over? Now, Jaws cleaners, they're non-toxic, they're streak-free, and really they're so versatile that you can use them on a wide variety of hard surfaces. Now, if you want to get started, the best way to do that is to pick up the Jaws Home Cleaning Kit. Now, the kit contains four non-toxic, high-performance, non-streak formulas that work on most hard surfaces in the home. You get the glass cleaner, the daily shower cleaner, the kitchen cleaner and degreaser, and a hardwood floor cleaner. And if you order today at JawsClean.com, Money Pit listeners can save 25% on every order. Just use the promo code MONEYPIT at checkout to save 25%. And you know what else I like about the Jaws product line is that the bottles ship empty. They're small. They're lightweight. Those refill pots are concentrated cleanser. They're also lightweight. Why ship water and the heavy weight of liquids when you don't have to and you can just fill up with water at home? I mean, really, that's what makes the JAWS system super convenient and easy to use. Concentrates pre-measured, so you've got the exact dilution, no measuring, pouring, spilling, touching the concentrate. The refills are child-resistant, which makes it great if you've got a young family like me. I mean, it's a win-win situation here with the JAWS system. Check out the JAWS Just Add Water System home cleaning kit today at JAWSclean.com. That's JAWS, J-A-W-S, clean.com. And remember, Money Pit listeners can save 25% on every purchase at JAWSclean.com. Just use promo code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's JAWSclean.com. Rethink the way you clean with the JAWS Just Add Water System. Kathy in Texas, you've got the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? Hi, uh, I have a basement, exterior basement window. That I need to try to waterproof some way. Uh, the house was built in about 1924, and uh, landscaping and surrounding drainage problems have been an issue in the past. Uh, but we need to try to, to somehow waterproof the uh, exterior window for the basement so we don't get water in there from outside. So does the is this window um, above grade or is it below grade? It's right at grade. It's right at grade. So the bottom of it is kind of level with grade. Do you have a do you have a window well around it? No. And the water that you're getting in there, um, is it is it leaking through the window as if the window is bad or is it leaking through the wall? No, it's coming in through the window. So basically you just have a leaky window. The fact that it happens to be uh, above your basement is not really relevant here because it could be leaking no matter where it was in the house. What kind of window is this? Is it a double-hung window or, or what? No, it is a, uh, just a wooden window uh, with, I think it's plexiglass that was put in it, and um, I think it's just probably getting old, but we still need to try to you know keep the water away f- from the window because uh, when we get heavy rains, we get a lot of water running coming in there. Whenever when someone tells me that heavy rains leads to leakage problems in that kind of a space, it's always related to, the cause is always related to the grading and the drainage at the perimeter. 
And the two ways that are most common to address that is first, take a a good, careful, honest look at your gutter system. Because many folks have gutters that are undersized, they don't have enough downspouts, or most importantly, they often have the downspouts discharged right at the corner of the foundation and they don't run that spout out four to six feet. So that's the first thing that causes an increase in drainage problems in the basement. Okay, there there used to be gutters on there, but because we've had renters in there over the past few years, the gutters are no longer there. Yeah, there's your. That's the number one cause of your problem right now. I, I wouldn't do a thing until I put gutters on that house. You're fighting an uphill battle unless you get gutters on that house because all that water's coming off the roof, and sure, it's going to land in and around the window and that whole basement area. It's going to saturate the soil at the foundation perimeter, and it's going to end up in your basement, or it's, at the least, it's going to raise the humidity levels inside that house. So I wouldn't do a thing to that window until I got gutters on. And I would make sure that downspouts are extended out four to six feet. It's really critical. And a lot of folks think it's just to kind of keep water off your head when you're going in and out of your house. It's not. Gutters, gutters have a very important structural purpose, and that is to keep that water away from the foundation. So that's what I would do, Kathy. And I think you're going to see a big improvement after that. Okay. Sounds great. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Give us a call anytime with your home repair, or your home improvement question right here at 888 Money Pit. Well, with technology today, the internet is literally in the palm of our hands, and we're all able to access everything, including our kids. Super important to keep them safe online. So many parents are struggling with this concept. So we're going to have some tips on a stress-free, easy-to-install solution next. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. Money Pit. 
Market is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. You'll never have to worry about overpaying for a job. Just use their True Cost Guide to see what others paid for similar projects. Then get matched to top-rated pros, read reviews, get quotes, and book appointments. All for free at HomeAdvisor.com. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, with the Internet touching practically every aspect of kids' lives, keeping kids safe online is a growing concern for many parents. Parent control routers are one way to do just that. With us to talk about that is Lindsley Donnelly, the general manager and SVP of Consumer and Parent Operations at Securely. Welcome, Lindsley. Hello. Glad to be here. This feels like something that's really hard to do because, you know, as these kids get smarter and smarter every day, they find more ways to, I mean, I think the, they learn to hack, the first place kids learn to hack is in their own home and they get into our, uh, <laughs> into the internet. So they true. start going through all these pages and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, how can we control, have some structure over our kids' internet usage inside the home? Oh, man, Tom, you summed it up so well. It is like, you know, we used to sneak out of windows, and they sneak out of these digital virtual windows all day right. long inside oh, the yeah. house. <laughs> it's, it's hard. So, you know, what we recommend parents do really are three things. And the first is just old-fashioned parenting. Like, just talk to your kids about the risks, about why this is a priority in your household. And you can you can drill down by, you know, the safety risks. Uh, the damage to your brain risks, uh, the, the bullying and mental health risks. And we have a series of articles on our blog that make that really easy to just, frankly, coach your kids the way uh, parents used to just talk about healthy eating, and now you have to also talk about healthy screen time. So that, that's the first tool. But then the second thing we, we talk about is let your kids know that because it's so important, you are going to watch what's happening on this device. And so we recommend that they, there's some sort of a family contract between parents and kids about how to use devices, and that you then use a tool to help you track that usage and then dialogue when it goes offline, which it will do. And so we've got a lot of recommendations in that area. And then the third and final way is to really show your kids what you're seeing about that usage, too, and so that you educate them in the process along the way. It's not, you know, I was only on for 10 minutes. You can fight about that all day long, but when you're actually looking at a readout that says you were on for an hour and a half, you know, it just changes (laughs) the conversation. (laughs) Absolutely. And, Lindsley, I think it's important because... Everything seems so innocent. They start in one place. I mean, I was very naive to YouTube a few years back when my now 11-year-old would be like, I want to watch this video. And this was prior to kids' YouTube, and he would start watching a soccer game and then somehow click to, click to, click to, click to how to remove a bra. And I'm like, what are you looking at? And he's like, I don't even know what I pressed. What is this? And I genuinely believed it, but it's challenging to monitor the process. It is, it is. And so, you know, that happens you know, all the time. And so it doesn't make it any easier when it happens in your household. But there are two things you can do. One is, you know, with the, the router-based controls like Securely's Hub, you basically just put a blanket of safety on whatever device you select that you want to keep safe. So just imagine it's like, you know, okay, I've got my 11-year-old's device is going to be protected by this, and then my 6-year-old's is, and it turns out mine and my other parenting partners in the house, we're not going to, you know, put this on our device. But then you just know nothing inappropriate sneaks in. So even if it's on YouTube, it's on the safe YouTube mode uh, or it's on the safe Google search mode. And the same technology that we use to keep, you know, 10 million kids' devices safe in a school context, you can then make sure is safe in your home context. So that's... That's step one. 
Let me just back you up on that for just a second, because I used to have a, a network engineer that would come in and, and help, you know, the, the network work inside of our, our home because we had a business attached to it. And he used to tell me, you know, at his house, he, he had a firewall. And miraculously, at 8 p.m. every night, it would just go down. His kids would complain, hey, Dad, the Internet's out. I'm like, oh, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. It just yes. happens. Yes. But, I mean, this guy was like a programmer, and it took the skills of a programmer to tweak that firewall so that it would just go down for, you know, from 8 to 10 p.m. every night when he wanted the kids to, you know, go to bed. Now, today, right. though, right. with the technology that companies like Securely have, you've made it possible – for parents with a more simple interface to have that kind of control, not only for the entire internet, but is it also on a device by device basis? Cause like you say, you know, we could have the kids' phones be not accessible during certain periods of time and our phones have no yes. controls on them. Is that kind of how it works? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. So our great. engineering team and our founders are like, you know, th- that brilliant engineer times, you know, 10 and that they had come from the security background world, built all this technology so that simple, easy interface, you look at it and go, Hey, you know what? I have two different kids. They have two different profiles because a teenager's up a little later than an elementary school child, but they're all going to be off at a certain time that I determine with the tap of a button on my, you know, my, my app on my phone, and that, that Internet's going to go on and off based on when I set that t- time to be as the parent. Or what's even more frustrating for my kids is I travel for work. I'm at work. I know they're at home. They're on a different time zone. They should be in bed, and I, I pause the Internet from where I'm working. <laughs> oh, mom, there she goes I mean, again. <laughs> I have eyes in the back of my head. It's a whole new thing now. Well, I think the other thing that's so scary is there's so many gaming platforms now. And first it was Minecraft, then it was Roblox. Now it's Fortnite. And every single one of them allows these children to interface with pretty much anyone in the world. Right. And if you're not aware of all the nuances on each of these gaming apps as to like, you can't talk to people, they can't like, there's so many things you have to select because they were only allowed to play it on one iPad. And I mastered all the controls on that. And then we switched over to a gaming system in the basement. And I stepped away for a second. When I came back down, they were talking to somebody. And I was like, who is that? Yes. And they were like, yeah. Oh, we don't know. And I'm like, well, then don't. So it's it's terrifying. Yes. So that you know that kind of conversation you have to have a lot and earlier than any parent ever really wanted to. But you know that those are the kinds of don't talk to strangers in the park conversation that you start to have when the minute they're on a screen is don't talk to strangers in your digital parks either. And so those conversations are key. But then a tool like you know our securely home app. You can see what they're doing on the different devices at different times of day. If they're playing Fortnite, you know, if it's if it's a um, connected experience, you can see that activity, and so it helps you at least have the information when you're not in the room. Frankly, if, if your child's on a device, ninety percent of the time it's because you can't be in the room right then. You're cooking dinner, you're 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 working, you're doing something, you're carpooling somebody else, and that's what's happening is your child's on the device, so you can't look over the shoulder. But these tools now make it easy for you to virtually look over the shoulder and to have set some ground rules before because the conversation will happen where something goes off the rails and you need to have the information and have set the guidelines before it's gone off the rails. That's great information. Lindsley Donnelly from Securely, thank you so much for stopping by the money pit. This is great information for any parents. Like you say, it's harder than ever to try to have some control over the online experiences that your children have securely. You guys have done a great job of making it simple and easy and effective. Thanks again. Thanks for having me. Lindsay Donnelly of Securely, thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Super great information and something really easy to take care of to help the kids. 
Well, if your living landscape does a lot for you throughout the year, fall's an important time for you to take the steps to keep it in tip-top shape throughout the winter so it'll start doing great things for you again in the springtime. So stick around. Live in a body pit. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Whether it's minor repairs or major remodels, leave it to HomeAdvisor to do the work. Check out HomeAdvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Standing by for your calls at 1-888-MONEY-PIT, presented by HomeAdvisor. You really have the best local pros for any home service. That's right. It doesn't matter what the project is. They make it fast and easy to find top-rated home service pros. And there are no membership fees. It's 100% free to use. Just go to HomeAdvisor.com. Nina in Arizona's got a log home that's cracking up. What's going on? My husband and I bought a, a log home, and the out- exterior walls on the, on the inside are cracked. The logs are cracked. What can we do to fill that in and make that look better? You can fill them in. with. There's various types of wood filler out there that, that you know can be colored and stained to match that. Um, but I think you're going to be chasing it over and over and over again, so you might want to proceed cautiously. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's really no solution for it? I think you're better off kind of accepting that that's what that's supposed to do. I mean, it's not like finished hardwood furniture or something. You know, it's a log, so it's supposed to have that rustic look to it. Okay, that's what that's kind of what my husband said. So, Oh, you see, you should have listened to him, Nina. <laughs> you just thought he was trying to get out of work, didn't you? <laughs> Okay, well, thank you very much. So glad we could solve that spat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, your living landscape does a lot for you throughout the year, and fall is a really important time to take steps to keep it in tip-top shape through the winter. Here's some ways to make sure you're set for a green recovery next spring. First, keep mowing grass that's too high can attract lawn-damaging field mice. Shorter grass is more resistant to diseases, traps fewer falling leaves, and allows more sun to reach the crown of the grass. However, if you cut off too much grass at one time, that can be damaging. So for those last two cuts of the year, never trim more than a third of the grass blades off in a single cutting. Next, you want to aerate your lawn. Compressed soil can hurt grass health. Aerating punches holes into the soil, lets oxygen, water, and nutrients into the lawn. You can do it two ways. You can rent a walk-behind aerator, or you can pick up an attachment to pull behind a riding mower. Now, you're also going to want to mulch your leaves. Now, so many mowers can mulch the leaves with an attachment, and since mulching with a mower can mix those grass clippings with the leaf particles, these nitrogen-rich grass particles and carbon-rich leaf particles are going to compost more quickly, and together they're going to return the nutrients to the soil. And you know what? Now is also a good time to shore up any trees and bushes on the property. You can use trimmers, chainsaws, pole pruners, Cut back those trees, the shrubs, the plants, whatever you've got. And you may need to tie or even brace the limbs upright of some evergreens to prevent them from breaking if you've got some high winds or a heavy snow. You can even go ahead and call in a professional arborist if you've got some big trees or maybe there's some hard-to-reach spaces. Now's a good time to repair any bald spots in your lawn. The easiest way to do this is with sort of an all-in-one lawn repair mixture. You'll find that at most garden shops and home centers. You can use a garden rake or a dethatcher to scratch the loose soil on the spot and then apply the mixture of the all-in-one repair. 
And lastly, you want to take this time now to get your outdoor power equipment ready for winter storage. You need to drain fuel tanks before you put the lawnmower, the leaf blower, the string trimmer away for the winter. It's really important if you want to start up properly next season, which, by the way, is another reason I love my battery-powered tools because the battery power is so great today. I could do everything that I used to have to do with gas-powered equipment with the batteries, and I don't wake up my neighbors on early Saturday mornings when we're cutting the grass. We don't have to deal with any of that winter maintenance or, you know, trying to pull start the lawnmower in the spring and throw your shoulder out at the same time. So check out some of those battery-powered lawn tools if you're thinking about updating what you have. But all in all, if you take some simple steps now, you're going to make sure that in the spring, when you're eager to get back outside, your lawn will be nice and green and ready to welcome you to do just that. James in Illinois is on the line and is looking to make a fire pit at their money pit. What's going on? Oh, I just want to know what's the best way to build a fire pit in the ground. Uh, would you use fire brick or would you get one of those galvanized uh, rings? You know, there's a really nice fire pit kit that's on the market now at Home Depot that's made by Pavestone. It's called the Rumblestone Fire Pit Kit. I like it because it contains everything that you need. It's got the stone, which you can use to create the round fire pit itself, and then it also has a metal insert and a screen. So basically everything you need is is in the box, and you can pick it up and put it together, and they're pretty good about giving you instructions and step-by-step. Why don't you take a look at that? i got to tell you, I have a fire pit now, but if I was doing and again, I would pick up the Rumblestone Round Fire Pit Kit at Home Depot. Well, with the uh, metal ring that uh, goes around there, how thick is it, and would it rust, and you'd have to replace it in a couple of years? I've had metal fire pits for a number of years, and I find that they're good for five or six or seven years, so I don't think it's an every-year kind of thing. And this one in particular is made of heavy steel. And what's the price of that? I think it's around 400 bucks, maybe four, 450 bucks, something like that, but it includes everything. So it's all in there, you know, the brick, the stone, the metal ring, and so on. Okay, well, thank you very much. You can reach us anytime at 888-MONEYPIT, presented by Home Advisor, where you can find out what it costs to do your home project before you hire a pro and instantly book one of Home Advisor's top-rated pros for free. Still to come right here at the Money Pit, are you looking to make your kitchen a safe and functional place to make that food prep process easier? Well, we're going to share some advice on how to do just that when the Money Pit continues after this. You live in a Money Pit. solutions live this is the money pit home improvement show i'm tom kreitler and i'm leslie segretti what are you working on we'd love to talk about it give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEY-PIT presented by home advisor you can find top rated home service pros and book appointments online all for free and remember head on over to moneypit.com and post your question in the community section just like larry did now larry's from connecticut and he writes i need to replace two 14 year old water heaters in my attic and i want to minimize wait time for hot water on the far side of the house should i use a circulating pump or a tankless water heater well actually you could use either i mean it's a good question because think about how much time and water is wasted every time you do this every time you you know, hop in the shower in the morning and just let it run cold for a while till it gets warm. There are really two solutions, Larry. First is a product called the Watts Hot Water Recirculating System. It basically is a circulating pump that will take some of the hot water and keep it moving through the loop from the water heater all the way to those faraway fixtures 
pretty much whenever you have a timer set up to do that. The second way to go is to have two water heaters, but of course, that's a lot more expensive. I think if you check out the Watts solution, the recirculating system, you'll find that it's a lot less expensive and easier to install in the long run. All right, Larry, good luck with that. Well, we're all going to be spending more and more time in the kitchen as we get ready for the end of the year holidays. Leslie has some tips to spruce up this space in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie? Hey, Tom. Well, you're right. I love the holiday season, and I love cooking for my family and friends. But there are several tips and tricks that I always keep in mind to make sure that I'm working safe and smart. First of all, and this a long, long, long time ago, I'm talking like when my older sister was in high school and I was in elementary school, she cooked some sort of like crown leg of lamb roast and everybody got sick. Oh, no. And you've never, ever, ever let her forget it, did you? Oh, no, no, no. We hardly ever talk about it. But I remember it so clearly. And, like, to this day, I won't eat, like, one of those crown roast leg of lambs. <laughs> but you've got to remember that you have to be smart when you're cooking. If you've got raw foods, you've got to keep them separate from the prepared foods because you never know. And you would feel so horrible if everybody got sick. And that's especially true with poultry. You know, it can carry salmonella. So preparing that requires an extra step of disinfecting. And you, you've got to make sure that you wash your hands more often, use a plastic cutting board, not a wood one. Those wood cutting boards, while they are gorgeous, they can hold germs in those small cuts on the board surface. And if you want some quicker cleanup, like maybe you're in the process of prepping out some bur- the bird or some veggies or whatever it is you're working on, Flip your cutting board over really quickly after the poultry prep, but don't forget to wipe down that counter with the disinfectant after because you're literally taking that raw chicken side or that raw turkey side and just putting it right on your countertop. Next, to be safe, guys, you know, pots and pans, they get really heavy. They can be tricky to move from place to place. So when filling them, if you can, place the pot on the stove first and then add the ingredients. You can even go ahead and get one of those extra long hoses for your sink sprayer So you can fill the pots with water without actually having to pick them up and move them from the sink to the stovetop. Another thing I think people get hung up on is lighting. I know you want the room to feel nice and warm and cozy, but the kitchen truly is a task-driven room. So you've got to have good lighting, and it's not difficult to achieve. You can use stick-on LEDs that'll run on batteries. You can have under-cabinet lighting faster than you can say, stuff a turkey. So really think about the smart stuff, guys. Lighting, good surface prep, making sure you're cleaning things. Be careful when moving hot water around the kitchen. All of this stuff will make sure that everybody has a good and delicious and safe holiday season. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Coming up next time on the program, are you in your ceilings dreading the next big storm? You know, the only thing tougher than cleaning up after a leak is figuring out where it made its way in in the first place. We're going to explain the most common causes of leaks you've never thought of on the very next edition of the Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.